Well, yesterday afternoon, I found myself in the card aisle at Target. I was looking for some cards for some special occasions that are coming up and needed to acquire some. And I realized, too, that I needed to get some thank you cards, that there were some people that I needed to thank for their hospitality and their kindness. I thought maybe I'll get them one of those nice thank you cards, an individual thank you card. As I was looking at them, $4.59 a card. I said, oh, that's a lot of money, and maybe it's the frugality of the Belgian people that has begun to rub off on me, but I couldn't justify $4.59 for a thank you card. But at the end of the aisle, there was a whole plethora of cards and boxes, and there were 24 thank you cards for $8, the same amount that I would have paid to send two thank you cards. And so I realized that I could send 22 more for the same price as those other two and went with the box. It reminded me a few months ago reading an article on social media that said that This generation, the new generation, probably my generation, and I'm guilty of it as the next, that millennials and others are not very good about sending thank you notes. It's the article said that sometimes even grandparents call their grandchildren to say, did you get the gift that I sent? Because not even an expression of thanks is given. It's hurting the card industry. They need their money when we send our thank you cards, but I don't think the card industry is what we should be concerned about, but more the gratitude that we have in our own life for the kindness of others. Today in our gospel, we hear about someone going and giving thanks to Jesus, that there were these 10 lepers, and as Jesus entered the village, he healed them, and they went to the priest to show themselves, and only one of them returned back to find Jesus and to say thank you. Maybe they took that healing that Jesus offered them for granted, because after all, whenever Jesus was traveling around Jerusalem and all these little villages in Galilee, he healed people. He healed the blind. He healed the deaf. The lame began to walk, and this is what he did, and the Gospels often tell us that words of, that word of what Jesus was doing spread quickly around the surrounding area, and maybe these lepers, as they know that they're sick, as they stood on the side of the road at a distance from Jesus, maybe they thought, well, surely he'll heal me because he's healed so many others. And that's why they begin to cry out, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. Because they thought and they knew that this is who Jesus is and this is what he does, and he would do it for them. And so maybe they took that for granted. And maybe in our own lives, we take the kindness and generosity of others for granted. We might send a quick note through a text message or maybe a snap to say thank you, but nothing says it like a thank you card. As I considered giving thanks this weekend in light of our gospel, couldn't help but realize that really for us to become a grateful people, to be filled with gratitude for the many blessings that we have, 
Well, there has to be something that changes within us. There was another social media post, a Facebook meme that I saw several weeks ago, months ago, and it was one that I saved to my phone, and what it proposed, I tried to begin to put into practice in my own life. Not that well, but I still am making the attempt. It's the change of attitude that we have so that we might be filled with gratitude. The meme said this, stop apologizing and start thanking. Instead of saying, I'm sorry I'm always late, say, thank you for waiting for me. Instead of saying, I'm sorry for being so sensitive, we could say, thank you for being accepting of me. I'm sorry I always mess up, Thank you for your patience with me. I'm sorry that you have to help me so much. Thank you for everything you do to help me. I'm sorry for talking so much. Thank you for listening to me. If there's a crisis of thanksgiving among the new generation, among millennials and others, maybe we could also say that there's a crisis of apologizing that a lot of times we say, I'm sorry that I'm telling you I'm sorry, that we apologize even before we offer an apology. But perhaps this weekend, as the church asks us to consider thanksgiving and gratitude, maybe the change that happens within us is to realize how grateful we are for everything everybody does for us, for what they do and how they maybe tolerate our weaknesses and anything of that sort. That's maybe how we can start to become more grateful in our lives. Sunday after Sunday, or Saturday night after Saturday night, we gather here at church and we celebrate the Mass and we receive the Eucharist, which by its very definition means Thanksgiving. It's almost week after week as if we come to this church that we come to kneel at the feet of Jesus as we enter the church and we say, thank you, Lord, for all the things that you've done for me this week. Thank you for your blessings and your presence and your providence at work in my life. And then as we're filled with gratitude to God here in this church, well, then that overflows into our gratitude to our family for all that they do for us, to our friends, for their kindness and hospitality and generosity, to even the stranger who tries to brighten our day, whether it's the person at the Target who's checking out our things, the barista at the coffee shop, or the Uber or Lyft driver that takes us where we need to go, that even to be grateful to that stranger. There might be a crisis of thanksgiving in our time of saying thank you to others, but the way that that crisis changes is it begins with us by becoming more grateful each and every day.